0: for another episode of Life in the Clouds. I am your host, Carlton, and this is Deidre. And we're here along with the baby boy and... Yes. Uh, He's smiling at yeah, us. And the middle child as we try out some additional equipment tonight. So...
1: Yes, can you hear me?
0: I think we can hear you. Okay. I can see you here on my monitor, so I think everything is going well. Uh, I'll know a lot better once I get to the computer. Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going through this episode tonight. We missed last week, uh, but there's been a ton of activity and things going on, uh, particularly for me. So I'll jump right into what's new with you. And start right off by saying I have exactly three weeks. One, two, three. Before my master's degree is done. Three, two, one. And I am ready to be finished. Yes, I am too. Because I have hit peak school and I am done with writing papers. (laughs) And my brain is just not working. And of course, on top of that, it's November. Ah, And this is National Novel Writing Month. And I'm also trying to knock out 50,000 words before November 30th. Okay, because so stop. I you're done. I am a glutton for punishment. <laughs> I mean, you're very done. simple. You're done. Very simple. You, you're I am you continuing to talk, talk about newness. You're so done. that's what's new with me.
1: Yes, what's new with me? Mm-hmm. So we are doing new things with the baby this week, I think. He's starting to sit up, and he's laughing and trying to talk. So those are new things for him. New for me is just adjusting to him talking and laughing and <laughs> having someone to talk to all day, every day. And it seems like my CrossFit workouts are getting much more difficult as we progress through this 12-week series. It didn't seem as though it was become more difficult, but today was hard. That's because it very was very fun difficult. in the beginning because you were it just was. getting back into it. <laughs> It's still fun. It is fun. It was fun all day until about 4.15 this afternoon. And I thought, I can't keep my eyes open. I must go to sleep now. So it was very challenging today.
0: I'm pretty sure your CrossFit friends would also talk to you about proper nutrition and making sure that you're fueling the engine.
1: That is true. I did my best. But somebody did not, you know, maybe didn't cooperate this afternoon. So I didn't have time to, like, make a lunch. And then because we were so busy this weekend, we didn't you know fire up the smoker to have meat and really all those different things fire
0: up things. the smoker in the middle fire of fire up
1: the smoker sure no i'm we didn't have time so it was just i did the best i could which made me tired at 4:15 p.m.
0: So. i understand yep all right so we've been doing this podcast thing now for about 6 episodes i think between the regular episodes, and then the special ones with the kids, and even our throwback episode from way back last year, and we've been trying to figure out what this podcast is actually all about, and one of the things that we do, and we notice we've done the What's New With You every episode, uh, and that's because one of the things that that Deidre and I do uh, very often is counseling, and so we like to work with married couples to help them particularly people who are on the path to getting married. Definitely. Um, as a pastor, I have married a few couples at this point and so we love to sit down with them and talk about love and talk about relationships and this so sweet and, and how everything is not always about how sweet and cool not and at all. kind and beautiful <laughs> your intended is, but that that there are some principles that you really need to get be, Absolutely. get under your belt. As you move towards marriage. So we thought that since we kind of do these podcasts with the what's new with you, which is usually what we do with a couple. So when a couple comes into our home for counseling, what we do is we ask them, what's new with you? Right. And they tell us about what's been going on in their life over the last few days and what's been going on since the last time we met. Right. We talk about conflicts that may have arisen during that time. Yeah. We talk about how what's been going well what hasn't gone so well, True. the same types of questions that we ask each other all the time. Yep, that is true. And so we're going to add this one piece in called Counseling Corner. Yep. And so we've got a book that we've been working with for a very long time. We uh, got it early on in our marriage, and it's called The Marriage Checklist. Yes. And it's broken up into a bunch of different sections, but today (laughs) we're going to talk about communication. (laughs)
1: Like a hundred, lots of questions. Pages tons and, pages and, pages and tons and tons and tons of questions. But why are we talking about communication?
0: So over the last few weeks uh, at church, we've been doing a sermon series called Fixer Upper
1: yeah right. it's all about communication i know and it's
0: all about communication using so your words just like the little guy here is trying to talk with us right now uh we've been learning and listening and kind of identifying ways to communicate with each other and yeah. the illustration that the pastor used for communication was about the wiring in your home yes uh and that was an interesting illustration um and i'll say that the in the the the, the illustration of the hot wire being the wire that brings in the energy, the, the heat, often the uh, the conflict comes across on the hot wire and True. how we have to be the neutral wire yes. in those moments. Correct. Um, I remember early in our um, in our counseling that we had with our pastor years ago, uh, he said one very important thing for us is that not, that only one of us is allowed to be crazy on any given day.
1: That's a good point
0: and that way that when one person is coming at the other person yeah. uh, the other person is not allowed to respond in mm-hmm. kind so you've got to always remember to think of your best of your spouse and that in that moment it might not actually be about you <laughs> it could be about some other thing that's going on in your spouse's life and
1: I will tell you that that takes lots and lots of practice to implement I agree but it sounds great until you're mad <laughs> <laughs> Everything sounds great (laughs) until you're mad, tired, frustrated, you know, any, you know, emotion. Yep, sounds great until you're mad. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So what's the question that we have there? We're going to give you a couple of the questions that we ask couples. So two questions
1: regarding communication. The first, what do you appreciate about your spouse's communication?
0: That's a great question. Isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
0: why don't you go ahead and answer why that why don't ma'am? I answer that yeah
1: <laughs> I appreciate your ability to be very clear in what you're saying and really take the time to think about and consider how you're saying what you're saying what you're saying and for the most part keep it in mind overall what we're really talking about and not get Down into, you know, those other things that come up that we go off on tangents, and it's like, wait a minute, this is not what we're talking about. We are, you know, you you're going to bring it back to wait. We started it here, and we need to focus on this specific subject. So, what's your? What do you appreciate about my communication, dear? Ditto. So no, (laughs) that's cheating. (laughs)
0: Okay, so what do I appreciate about your communication? I think the thing that is most, the thing that I enjoy the most about our communication is that you are able to cut through all of the words because... You use a lot of words, yes, dear. Right, and so you make me clarify (laughs) what I'm saying so if i get into uh, a long dissertation on to get to my point you're often like hey i need you to get to the point that's correct the same way that i do to you when you are going in a direction and i'm like hey can i get the executive summary up front that is true yes you're very good
1: about asking for the executive summary up front Mm -hmm. yes i appreciate which you know sometimes that's just too short You need to understand. It's not that I I don't (laughs) want all the context. The background and the
0: sunshine and the rain. But it's not that I don't want all of the context and all of the background. It's that I need to know what I am supposed to do with what you're giving me. It's why I always, or at least I try and remember after all these years, to always ask the question, is this something that you need me to fix Or is this something that you need me to hear? Because sometimes you only want me to hear something. You just want to tell me what's going on in your day. You want to talk to me about work. You want to talk to me about what happened with a conversation you had with someone. Uh, And you just want me to listen. You don't want me to give any commentary at all. You're just like, just hear these words. Take them in. Say, I heard you. Make sure I know that that, that you know I heard you. And then let it go.
1: Yes, that's a good point. That is a good point.
0: Yes. So the next
1: question (laughs) is, what frustrates you most about your spouse's communication? So one of those things is the very thing that you just said, actually. The flip side of that is that I need to know, coming into a conversation, what I need out of the conversation. And sometimes I'm just not there. I don't know. I'm just talking and I don't have an agenda or, and sometimes you'll ask, well, what is the overall, you know, like what's the executive summary? I don't know. I'm talking. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know the theme. I don't know the overall point. I'm just talking. Right. I might be wanting to vent when I start. And then I'm like, no, I need you to fix it. Or I might need to say, come in and be thinking I need you to fix it. You start fixing. It. I was like, mm, I don't really need that. I needed you just to listen. So, Right, it can change within the conversation, which is inherently frustrating. And then you're trying to address something that's a moving target, so it's just frustrating.
0: I agree. <laughs> 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 that it can be incredibly frustrating. <laughs> Hit the moving target. It can be very oh, frustrating you know to hit to the, the moving target. You know, yep. Arrows or, you know. Well, the the key is Darts. ready, fire, aim, right? So, <laughs> you know, I shoot I shoot out and go, hey, which one of these things do you want me to do? And then you say, yeah, I really need you to just listen, Carlton. And then 10 minutes into the diatribe, you go, hey, and what do you think I should do about yes, this? Correct. And then I now have to take that information and then Switch. run it through the process. That is and correct. then be able to try and give you
1: But you, you can handle it.
0: Sure, I can. <laughs> Alright, so what was that question again?
1: What frustrates you most about your spouse's communication?
0: Also, what frustrates me most about my spouse's communication? Um, I think the th- in in the now that we live in the future and we have all of these different modes of communication. Yeah. I think the one thing that frustrates me now I find is text and electronic correspondence because we do a lot of emailing and a lot of Yes. Hangout messages, Google, Correct. all those different things, but we'll be having like a serious conversation over those things, which is probably a mistake. Number Good one. Good point. <laughs> um, but then we have these moments where we have these moments where you just don't respond. Okay. And we'll be like in the middle of something, and so I don't know whether you're not responding to me because you're trying to figure out what you want to say did you get called into something at work that's pulling you away from the conversation? Are you just ignoring me right. because I've annoyed you <laughs> to the point that you don't want to hear what I have to say anymore. And you're hoping I just shut up and don't mention it right, anymore. Right, right. Like I have no idea where that leaves me. So Got it. that's why I try not to get into really deep substantive things, which is difficult. I think for you know. us. Oh, absolutely. Especially with, you know, when you were down and you were like in Virginia and I sure. was in Maryland and, We were trying to do all the coordination and everything. It was hard. Yeah. But Um, I
1: think also just in terms of both of us working, the kids have things in the afternoon or the evening. And it's like we're moving from thing to thing to thing. Mm -hmm. You know, during the day is when we're awake. Yes. And so (laughs) we've learned the late night pillow talk doesn't work because, you know, one of us will fall asleep or – not thinking right and don't understand, or so, it just doesn't work, and so it's more convenient but to I, use our multiple
0: but I want to you know, means make, of communication. But I want to say this for our couples that are listening to us: it's not pillow talk that doesn't work; it's having a deep, substantive, <laughs> you know, like soul uh, yes correct soul connecting when conversation. Exhaust when you're correct. tired. So if you're trying to, you know, get to marital business right. Uh, that's fine. However, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I think that was totally appropriate, even I was with tired. people here in the room. I think I that's was perfectly fine. I was not quite ready
1: okay, for well, communication to go toward marital business, but go ahead. So sometimes,
0: please sometimes a little marital business must happen. <laughs> and it we've got to make sure that we communicate those things. And I think that works when you're tired, right? But if you're trying to have like a conversation about you know, I'm annoyed with you Fair. that's probably not the best time to have it when that the other person is tired or you're tired. Yeah. Because what happens when you're tired, right? The thing that comes out of you when you're squeezed is, you yeah. know, usually Us- not the best. Not good. It's usually a bitter juice that comes out at that, that point. Correct. So always a good idea to come at it with fresh eyes. Fresh that is correct. eyes fresh eyes. That is correct yes
1: good point yeah mm-hmm. so just those two questions are our counseling corner okay that's, communication. Good,
0: that's good uh next time we will Ooh, here's a good one so i'm gonna leave this for you guys folks who are listening i want you to hit me up on either twitter at gods underscore man or on facebook uh let me and know the answer to this question uh for the men men if you come in and your spouse, significant other is crying, what do you do? <laughs> I think that's a good question. And for the women, same thing. Same question. What do you expect your significant other to do if they walk in to you crying? Good point. And I'll leave it at that. Fair. We'll save that for next episode.
1: All right. Sounds good. I think the little one wants to end.
0: The uh, little one wants to end. <laughs> well, the good thing about um, the setup we have now with these mics is that not everything that he's saying appears to be coming across the mics.
1: So oh, they can't hear him talking. No, they can. Okay. They might be
0: able to hear some of it, but I'm pretty okay. sure that he's not coming across okay. as much as he might think he is. He's, he's not developed he's his it. voice yet. No, he hasn't really. There. These mics are kind of set to. <laughs> they're kind of controlled. So nice. So, very cool. Now, when Big Sister gets him really riled up and gets him making a lot of noise, then that might
1: come across. Okay. He's funny.
0: All right. So, we're going to wrap this up, and we're going to wrap it up with what Deidre wrote on my notes, The Life Lesson. I'm not sure if that's actually what this should be called, but it's kind of a little nugget that I've run across. Uh, Over the last week that I think is very important, Mm -hmm. uh, especially for us as a married couple, for our children, as they are going and doing school, for me as a student, for everyone, I think this can be very useful. Remember that consistency is the key. You've got to do something over and over and over and over again before you actually become halfway decent at it. So you can expect the first time that you do something for it to have a tremendous impact. And for it to change your life. But if you do that thing over and over and over again, make the small course corrections that are needed to be more effective in the thing that you're doing, you're going to find that the impact will be greater and greater every time. That is true. All right. So that's it for life in the clouds. We're very grateful for you joining us. And we hope that you would take the time to like and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google play music, and or Stitchers, all of them. Check us out Wherever on Podomatic. <laughs> Anywhere that you can hear a podcast, you can hear us. Okay. So have a great night. My name's Carlton. I'm Adra. Have a great evening.